Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, where we endeavor to bring to you the daily news, what you see in the headlines and from the talking heads, but from a constitutional and an historical and principled perspective. Uh, today I want to, you know, uh, Barack Obama thinks that there's 57 states, and apparently <laughs> Donald Trump thinks that during the the uh, American Revolution that our, our Continental Army uh, defended the air and overtook airports. <laughs> Did you see that? So Donald Trump made a major historical gaffe in his uh, 4th of July address in saying that the Continental Army defended airports and defended the skies. And uh, he says that he did that because his teleprompter went uh, out for a minute because of the rain. <laughs> so I guess, you know, all I've got to say is, look, I'm just glad I'm not president of the United States because I can't imagine, <laughs> I don't think that I would have pretended that uh, that was some kind of mistake with the teleprompter that I, I thought that the uh, Continental Army defended airports 120 years before the Wright brothers actually flew, but... Uh, <laughs> Think about it, Jay-Z. Can, uh, can you replay in, the, in your brain the stupid stuff that you've said over your life and then just simply, simply imagine that, you know, millions and billions of people are listening to you and recording you and, wa and waiting to fact check you for everything that you say? Well, first off, I don't think uh, President Trump is a, is a speech reader. Like he's a yeah. guy that speaks... Um, impromptu or mm -hmm. whatever, extemporaneously, just whatever. So uh, reading a speech is a totally different thing and, and yeah. honestly can be more of a problem, can, can create more of those problems because many times folks that read speeches, your, your mind is not really engaged in monitoring what you're right. saying. So you know, that to, you to me, this is not something, I mean, it's not like, it's not surprising to me. Unless someone for, is, for anybody to do this. In, in, unless someone is really, really trained, like Barack Obama was incredibly well trained on how to read and speak at the same time. It is yeah. actually an art because if you no, test yourself, sure. right, sure. you, you, you have a different voice when you read. 
than when you just speak from memory. I mean, even if you memorize a speech rather than reading a speech, it sounds different to the people that are listening. And you're absolutely right. How many uh, how many newscasters have we seen where they're reading the teleprompter and there's some kind of misprint on the teleprompter and they just keep reading on because, like you said, the brain is not engaged. Yeah. So my thought is somebody got fired, right? Nah, <laughs> you're fired. Nah. Oh, come on. That's that's seriously. Can, do you think he? Do you think Donald Trump laughed about it or do you think he? He, he got mad. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he laughed <laughs> I mean, that, you know, again, you're reading a speech and you can get thrown off. I'm not going to pile on a guy for something like that. I mean, when you're not reading a speech and you and you say, you know, whatever you say, anybody can misspeak, but to me that's more authentic. So you're not reading this speech and, you know, say, for instance, you're, you're a Christian, right, and you accidentally say my Muslim faith. Yeah. When you're not reading speech, that's a little more significant to me. Because right. what's your excuse then? Who who makes that kind of mistake? Well, I want to know. <laughs> so here's the thing: if the teleprompter went down, did Donald Trump fill in the blank by saying airport, or did somebody? No, that. But did somebody actually, as a speechwriter, put that in there? Because if the speechwriter did that. Then, then Donald Trump has some serious problems with so, his speechwriters. I'm actually it's more. An airport. I'm actually more interested in going to Q and finding out what this code meant. Oh. <laughs> otherwise, dude, my brain didn't even go there. Otherwise, I could care less that Donald Trump said messed up a speech. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But I, I didn't even go there. See how, how see how not Q my brain is, yeah. and you went there. I bet there is a whole line of chats now, right? What no, Donald Trump no actually question. meant. Yeah. That yeah. Are, yeah. No. <laughs> he, he misspelled a tweet the other day, and it was a code for um, Chinese people selling body parts or kids or something. Yeah, so people accuse us of being uh, tinfoil hat. I, I just, I don't, I don't think we actually go that far. No, but it's more, it's more entertaining than. <laughs> You know, hey, he he accidentally said airport. It's more entertaining to, you know, like, hey, this is some secret code that he's going to be. Bombs uh, bursting air, yeah, in air, air actually means because because they didn't have bombs yeah. bursting in air anyway, in 1788. So, so. <laughs> nonetheless, hey, hey, Donald Trump, I know a really great speech writer. If you need one, uh, you know, she can help you out. And she won't be making mistakes about airplanes during the American Revolution. Just, just saying, just saying. <laughs> so without fail, JC, without fail, it happened again this year. The Frederick Douglass speech about Fourth of July was plastered all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over social media from this really, from from this this cherry picked perspective of uh, Frederick Douglass hated the founders, hated America, hated the Declaration of Independence, and uh, Colin Kaepernick jumped on the bandwagon this year and, and put up the quote of, of Frederick Douglass's speech uh, about, oh, forget the, what, what to the slave is your fourth thank of you. July. What to the slave is your fourth, yeah. What to the slave is your 4th of July? Mm -hmm. Now, JC, we've actually covered this sure. in detail on the show. 
But I wanted to. It's wanted, a long speech, but it's not it that hard to find. Right. It's not that hard to read. Well, so. and I'm actually going to post the link to the entire speech, like I did on Twitter. So I, 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 I actually caught Kaepernick's post and uh, retweeted it with the the explanation. Look, if if you want to know what a lie this is, this is this is an immoral deception. Sure. With one purpose, JC, is to alienate an entire population of people from a history that that Frederick Douglass was actually trying to unite those very people to. And I think that... Well, okay, so his speech is, it's very simple. Yeah. It's, it's not that difficult. Right. He commends the founders. He commends the... Uh, revolution, let's say, the, mm -hmm. the start of America, he commends the Declaration of Independence and Constitution. And the point of his speech is, America, these are great principles. You're not living up to them. Right. Your current society is failing to meet the right. standard He's, and you have a bunch of hypocrites in government. Correct. He's speaking to the, uh, the issue of slavery at that time, 1850s, mm -hmm. and he's saying uh, this is a this is hypocritical. Right. Uh, you're being hypocritical in on the one hand celebrating your liberty while a large portion of the population does not enjoy the same liberty. Live up to these great principles. He didn't say America's crap. The Declaration's crap. These principles are a lie. Uh, the Constitution is a slave document, blah, blah, blah. He didn't say that stuff. He said the opposite. He said these are good principles. Live up to them. In fact, defend them. You have the quote on the screen there. He right. said defend them at all costs. Um, so, you know, today the message is twisted into essentially Frederick Douglass, this really smart guy, one of the, probably the greatest orator in American history, hated America, hated the Constitution, hated the Declaration. And he was a black man. And so you should, too, if you're black. That, right. That's the message. And so that, that was not the message of his speech. And as I said, it's easy to find. It's easy to read. It's not that difficult to figure out. But we live in, you know, 42nd meme world where, where people would rather gobble this down. Just like and Kaepernick is now the Pied Piper of racial division and racial hatred in the name of, you know, social justice and racial equality. So like for the opposite ends of what he says he's about, he does he does the opposite thing. Uh, and he is maybe well-intentioned, but completely ignorant, miseducated, and misguided. He did the same thing with the Betsy Ross flag. Yeah. Uh, he basically, he dictates what Nike does now. He's, he's practically the CEO of Nike because whatever he says, that's what Nike does. And so Nike pulled the shoe, uh, pulled the Betsy Ross flag off the shoe because Kaepernick said some people might be offended by this uh, white supremacist symbol. The uh, Anti-Defamation League came out and said, uh, no, we've got lots of flags in our database. This is not one. This yeah. represents you know, early America and is a general patriotic historic flag. It has no connection to white supremacy at all. For me... So the guy's an, the, an idiot. This is the heart. thing that, that really disturbed me about the Betsy Ross thing. For me... The Betsy Ross flag is is really a touchstone for me, and it's it's such an incredible symbol of hope 
It is such an incredible symbol of, of, of liberty and freedom for a future. You have a people who against all odds, all, all real historical odds, stood up against the most, most powerful government in the world under the principle of liberty. They said, look, we're farmers, we're, we're businessmen, we're, we're you know, your general public, we're husbands and wives and sons and daughters, and we are going to stand for the future. Our founders said this, they, what they were doing was for ages and millions yet unborn. And that Betsy Ross flag is the flag that actually symbolized a hope for them that they could overcome this this most powerful government and that's the symbol of of actual liberty and freedom that that resonates in my heart that we ought to be aware of here in america today liberty's lobbyist chris and hall has now taken control Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, I have up the calendar from chrisannhall.com. JC and I will be teaching in Santa Fe, New Mexico uh, and Albuquerque, New Mexico from July 8th through July 11th. I don't know if you've actually looked at this schedule, JC, but they have us teaching three and four classes a day. And so we have lots of opportunities every single day for you to join us in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go to chrisannhall.com, click on the calendar button at the top banner, and then you will be able to see the calendar. You can then scroll over the dates and see where we are, what we're doing, and how to get there. Look, everybody who's listening to this show across America, you got friends, family members, Facebook friends, Twitter friends, social media friends in these areas. Let them know where we are uh, and let everybody come. We need to learn how to, to be more, def more on the offense on these things rather than always on the defense. And I just want to read to you the, the sort of, you said the 40-second meme thing, but I created a 40-second meme thing for Frederick Douglass's speech. And he says, I have said that the Declaration of Independence is the ring bolt to the chain of your nation's destiny. So indeed, I regard it. The principles contained in that instrument are saving principles. Stand by those principles. Be true to them on all occasions, in all places, against all foes, at whatever cost. Now, I want to talk about this history a little bit, JC, because I know that you know this history of Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass did not have this opinion when he first started. No. He got yoked up with a group of people called the Garrisonians. He was William Lloyd Garrison was essentially his mentor. And Garrison uh, said that America was essentially that Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, are slave documents. Uh, America is essentially irredeemable under under uh, this system, under the Constitution mm -hmm. and the Declaration, and must be overthrown with violence. 
so that that was Garrison. that's where but that's where Frederick Douglass started correct and this this Garrisonian argument is is what Kaepernick and his fools are still perpetuating today maybe not the overthrow yes. with violence no, part, no, no. I, but I agree I believe that they they believe that you I believe I, they believe still in the overthrow with violence thing I do. I see that with with some folks. There's a certain libertarian guy that I follow, and he's he's he makes comments like that, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and draws the parallel of you know, look at the founders were killing cops when cops were killing them and that sort of thing. Uh, so they you know they run through division, violence rather than education and and unity. And but Frederick Douglass began to study for himself. He was a it was an absolutely brilliant man. And he began to study it on his own, and he came to the conclusion that Garrison was wrong, that that the Constitution and Declaration are not slave documents, they're documents of liberty. And he says as much here. This is later, this is when uh, he's more of an adult. In fact, it's not, the picture that you have is probably, might have been when he held the previous views. He's, mm -hmm. he's probably uh, older when he gives uh, this particular speech that they all reference. And, and again, he's, it's not overthrow America. I hate America. It's calling on America. Live up to your principles. Right. To me, that's he's preaching the same message that we preach in the patriot movement, in the liberty movement. Yes. Yes. Uh, is you know just like you see the establishment statist people. Oh, you you're anti-government. You right. hate government. No, we right. don't hate government. We're saying the same thing that Frederick Douglass says. You're not living up to. Uh, the rule of law. You're not living up to the supreme law of the land, the principles of liberty. We love our country. Um, I would say even, I, we even love our government in the sense of the structure that was given to us and what it's supposed to be. Uh, I, I am very displeased with the people in the government now who are not living up to these principles. That was, as, was, as was Frederick Douglass in his message. day. And I think, you know, I, I my prayer today is that Kaepernick will actually take a moment to study out the way Frederick Douglass did. Frederick Douglass actually went to the writings of the founders, actually went to the history of the document, studied that amount for himself and discovered the truth that's in there. That's what we do at libertyfirstuniversity.com. That's what we do, on, what we endeavor to do on this show. Maybe we're a little bit more modern-esque, maybe a little bit, little bit harsher criticism than maybe Douglass would be sometimes. But the honest to God truth here is this, you cannot deny, and this is what I believe the message of Douglas gives us, you cannot deny the truth in history when you experience that truth in history for yourself. As arrogant men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Do you have your Got Liberty t-shirt? Go to chrisannhall.com, click on the shop button and hit your Liberty First gear link and go and get your Got Liberty t-shirt. Boy, this t-shirt is really, really selling well, JC, and I'm very excited. I can't wait to see my first Got Liberty t-shirt on somebody else. Maybe somebody's got some 4th of July pictures they could send us with their Got Liberty t-shirt. But my hope is in this, that Kaepernick will take the time to learn what he's been deceived. I want to believe that he's simply 
what what do you say useful idiot right that he's simply been deceived he's now caught up in all of this stuff and what an amazing testimony that would be jc if if kaepernick actually did what douglas did and had that frederick douglas transformation yeah i i wouldn't hold your breath but i mean you say that's your prayer we know what prayer can accomplish but right uh to me kaepernick is now like a Reverend Jesse Jackson, he's he's about self, and he's realized what this can you know put in his pocket, basically. Uh, so I I don't I mean, look, everybody should be upset and against police brutality in any form against anyone, okay? But I I I believe it's a sincere issue. Uh, my friend. Joe Estev, former NYPD officer at Police Brutality Matters, works to educate people on this and engage uh, good good cops to hold bad cops accountable. You he know? does it from so, from, a, from a positive educational perspective. So, so I'm right? all I'm all for that. Okay, uh -huh. but I and 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 Joe is sincere as a former police officer. He's sincere. I don't see Kaepernick as sincere. I never have because. The moment he starts doing his protest, he walks out on uh, the field with socks, with with cops as pigs. Okay, so that doesn't transmit the message that you're concerned with police brutality. That transmits the message that you simply hate cops. Okay, not all cops are brutalizing people. The ones that are should be dealt with. And I have a problem with people who defend them. I mean, I run into people all the time, former law enforcement and, and statist nationalist people who, who defend a guy getting choked to death over cigarettes and stuff like that. I, I don't know how you reach people like that, but it's not about hating cops. It's it's about righteousness. It's about people well, doing, what doing I what's want, right. What and I so I don't think he's what, sincere, so I don't have any hope for that. I don't think he's a good guy, period. But, right. Well, he's about division. You know, so any, we'll see. Anything can happen. But the problem is, is that <laughs> He's still a young man. But I'm man. with you. Keep praying. Yeah. Well, he's still a young man, and to to find out that he's that he's sold out to this this racial division is is I don't know. It, it saddens my heart for it because the young people today are he a needs product. There. Well, but it, obviously, but the young people today are such a product of our modern education system. This is the kind of stuff that they're fed every single day in their history classes. Yeah. I had a conversation on Twitter with a history teacher, a PhD professor of history over this very speech. And I asked him, I said, okay, at the end of the conversation, we both had an understanding, the same understanding of Douglas's purpose in this. It's like, no, I totally agree with you. I said, then why in heaven's name did you pick the, the text that you picked to bring uh, attention to this speech. Why would you not pick the text like I have here where he's, he's speaking his admiration for our founders, where he's speaking his, his admiration for the documents and, and the principles upon which they... Why wouldn't you choose that? And to host... I don't know, it's just... There's such a responsibility. No, no, he disappeared. There's just such a responsibility in education. Maybe that's because I'm an educator at heart. I understand the power of education. I understand the power of knowledge. And bad knowledge makes bad things. Bad education really turns people into bad people. And here I am. I this won't surprise you, JC. I put up this post about. 
uh, Frederick Douglass in his speech, and all of a sudden now all the all the 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 trolls are coming out, and I'm a race baiter, and I'm a racist mm -hmm. because I'm pointing out that Kaepernick is a liar, and that this is actually the focus. This is the quintessential focus of Frederick Douglass's speech. People do realize this is a quote, right? Yes. Of Douglas. Yes. Well, not, not of Chris Ann Hall. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, well, you know, I don't know what they realize mm -hmm. because you realize confirmation bias makes people's eyes glaze over. They can't see what is real anymore. The 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 far left is invested in hate. Okay, that's just that's just the bottom line. It's that it, it, root that it just grows in their heart, and it's it just funny, ugliness, it's ugliness. It's funny that the left tries to contrast itself with the far right, you know, the neo Nazis and uh, the hate groups. They're exactly the same. Yeah. And and so they're just on different sides of the bell curve. Correct. So they're they're in, they're in an inherently immoral people, right? The entire core of the ideology is a rejection of God and or morality. Mm -hmm. So I mean I just when you point flow out, notice from JC that, did not say Democrats. He said the far left. Okay. Of so I, I Your dad is I, yeah. a Democrat. My dad he's, is a he's Democrat. Not far left. He is not far he's left. He's not a God hater. Right. And he's not a radical. So no, this is not this is not Democrats. Um obviously in the Democrat Party is mainly where you find these folks, but now even that splintering, we got the Democrat socialists and all these other, uh, other Well, and you groups. even remarked you see some people like these in the Libertarian Party as well, yeah. and they're just, Absolutely. It's, it's just terrible. Um, but again, there's a, there is a common thread, uh, and, and now, once again, not everybody that's an atheist uh, believes like this, right. but, but there is a common thread in uh, the Libertarian and, and notice, I'm not going to say atheist, the libertarian anti-theist anti wing. There right. is a difference between an atheist and an anti-theist. An atheist, you know, I can deal with a guy like that. He just doesn't believe God. You know, right. I, you know I don't believe like you do. Whatever. Fine. An anti-theist, which you do find on the left and you find these anti-theist libertarian, that's someone who says... You know, religion is the root of all evil and, and is actually anti-God, anti-religion, wants to shut it down. And you see these forums, the libertarian mm -hmm. forums all the time with, you know, that is the core of every problem ever in existence is, mm -hmm. is belief in God. Right. So that's a, that is, uh, you know, you're launching from that point of hate, right? An atheist, atheist simply means I don't believe in God, Right. That's that's not from the point of hate, mm -hmm. okay? Anti-theist, right? The term inherently anti that starts from a basis of hate. I'm against God, and atheists right. may not be against God per se. Like he doesn't care if you believe in God, fine, knock yourself out, whatever, right. and he can go about his merry way. Uh, I have acquaintances, acquaintances like that. We have followers like that. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, do I want them to believe in God? Yes. Do I want to have a conversation with them, share the gospel, have them be saved? Absolutely. But we both, the atheist and I, we can both operate under the principle our, our plur, in our pluralistic society of freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of religion. That's the core, uh, you know, basis of the First Amendment. What our mm -hmm. founders uh, declared that we can disagree agreeably and go on about our business, but we we're also free to have that communication. Now, I don't want to censor him that or kill him. Right. He doesn't want to censor me or kill me. 
The leftist and libertarian anti-theist are not like that. Right. And neither are the those on the far right, the far right, you know, white supremacist, neo-Nazi, whatever. Each of these extreme spheres launch from the point of view of being against somebody and I want to do away with them. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to exist any longer and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to eradicate them or, or control them to the extent that they have no voice, no influence. So that is what you're dealing with. I believe that's the sphere in which uh, Kaepernick has entered into. Uh, I, I felt like that's part of his core character from the beginning when I saw the socks. Maybe that sounds silly, but that to me revealed where he was coming from. And, you know, for, like I said, I talked to my friend Joe. He, he, he wants to see police brutality in a, the career field that he chose, that he gave mm -hmm. his life to. He wants that to go away from that field, no matter who's doing, no matter who's the victim. Okay, he's not running around there saying all cops are bad and I hate cops because he's a man of good character. I don't believe Kaepernick is that guy, so that's why I don't have hope for him. Well, except a, in we, Jesus and except in the power yeah. of prayer. <laughs> there, the census thing is still sticking around, and I think that it's something constitutionally important for us to keep our eyes on. Um, we've covered this a couple times in the Daily Journal. Remember, if you're if you're listening to us on the weekend show, and this is the only show that you hear, we actually do the Daily Journal during the week. So go to chrisannhall.com, and you'll see all the Daily Journal shows. We have them on YouTube. We now have them on brightian.com as well. Um, follow me on Twitter, on Facebook. We have those there as well. The, the census thing, although it's being played up as a whole you know, history thing, this is really, really farther reaching than just simply should the question be on the document or not. And uh, we found this article that was really interesting because all of the stuff that we talked about uh, last week, JC, on the Daily Journal about the census is coming through. Now, like I said, the census.gov actually has a website page where they link all the census questions back to the beginning of the census. And in this, you can see that the census question of citizenship has been a census issue since 1820. Yeah. And the fact that that now the the extra I call it the extracurricular census, you know, the community survey, which is mm -hmm. completely unconstitutional. Yeah. ACS. The, the ACS, the extracurricular census, has had this question on it every single year. I think that this highlights some very important political things that are happening within a part of the system that should not be political. And my thought is, JC, that what we're seeing now uh, is some th some things come to light that maybe some people were missing before but are absolutely unavoidable in this day. Now Trump is still adamant that we're that he's not going to be dropping the census question uh, and that the uh, Commerce Department is going to seek means by which, to challenge this. And when we come back from the break, I, this is what I don't want us to miss. When we come back from the break, I want us to see what is really, really important about this census question. 
Welcome back to the Chris Allen Hall Daily Journal. Look, if you have not signed up for In Defense of Liberty training in August, do not miss out on this opportunity. This is this is really a life-changing event. We have people that came last year who are already contacting me and telling me we are going to sign up again this year. Go to chrisannhall.com, click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, and get signed up today. The best vacation choice you can make for your family, a lifetime-changing uh, uh, event. Now, I want us to see, because I saw this in the Atlantic, JC, because this is what I've been saying about what this census question really, really highlights. And this is an article in the Atlantic where John Roberts is taking the court. Remember, I said last week that when you want John Rob, when you when you need a magical decision from the Supreme Court that doesn't follow precedent, that doesn't follow law, that doesn't follow that doesn't follow uh, logic, you've got to get uh, John Roberts to write this opinion. He's very uh, adept at it. And so this guy says, last year's Supreme Court term ended with a vivid display of willed gullibility by Chief Justice John Roberts. In Hawaii v. Trump, the travel ban case, Robert announced he would pay no attention to that Islamophobia behind the curtain and instead treat the ban as a, quote, facially neutral policy denying certain foreign nationals the privilege of admission, end quote. Now you have Roberts with the census question taking the exact opposite frame. Now, what Robert says is we don't have to ignore what happens outside of the courtroom. We don't have to ignore what, what happens behind the curtain. We are going to craft our opinions on things that are not even before the court. We're going to craft our opinions based on things that are politically motivated so that we can get to the, to the, the end note that we want to get to. This is what is truly, truly important about this case. And we, it, it is not the census thing that really is the crux of what's going on here. It's what's happening in the Supreme Court. We finally, now we talked about this before, JC, the Supreme Court has been political for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But they've been very, very good at hiding their politicization of their opinions in in twists and folds and precedents and in facts and this and that this case in particular they set aside everything precedent doesn't matter history doesn't matter uh, what actually the facts that are before the court remember the the role of the supreme court is to apply the law not to be discerners of the facts of the case and they have completely transformed the supreme court in, in now created a precedent that would change everything. And the um, in the New York Times, Michael Wines writes, the Justice Department lawyers told a federal judge on Friday that they would press ahead in their efforts to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census. 
And he says, the assertion capped a chaotic week in which the administration officials first promised to abide by the Supreme Court order that blocked it and then reversed themselves after President Trump denounced their statements on Twitter as fake news and pledged to restore the question. Here's the thing. Is Donald Trump going to write an executive order to, to do this? I mean, he's, he's threatened to say, I'm going to write an executive order to demand that the Secretary of Commerce put this question on the census. Mm-hmm. This, this would be a proper execution of an executive order. I'm maybe, maybe I shouldn't be, but I'm shocked at how incompetent the Justice Department lawyers have been mm-hmm. uh, and the messaging. One of the things when you when you see all this stuff, you were showing the images from the previous uh, census questionnaires. Um, is the, the bottom line is it was on there and Barack Obama took it off. What we're dealing with is Barack Obama removed this right. question. Okay, So the first time that it wasn't there in 100 plus years was because Barack Obama took it off. Okay. So, but it still so, remained in so the, Trump, the, the other one. Right, even though it was in his, his community survey eight times. So they should be saying not put this on the census. They should be saying put it back on right. the census. Right, and that's Very the poor thing. messaging, very poor lawyering. Well, and the lawyering in the entire Supreme Court case was incompetent to begin with. And it makes me wonder if they actually wanted to fail. I, I, I don't know. I don't trust the Justice Department anymore. Uh, and so we're just, I want us to really watch and see where this goes. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next time.